Now, what changed from the first, the second, and the third time? Pardon me? Say that again. What changed from the first, second, and third? Um, well, I'll let you go. You know, what changed with you, boo? Money. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no, but for A space for us, by us. Where we discuss our journey to finding peace of mind. Now let's get into it. Hey girl, so how's it going? How's your week been? Hey girl, you know, life has been lifing. Um, things have been busy, but things have been great. I'm excited for, you know, change and growth and things. Okay. Um, you know, yeah, how about you? We love a good change and growth. How about you, Sid? Um... I am doing good. I can't complain. Busy, busy, and more busy mm -hmm. is really just the theme of my mm -hmm. life. I guess I shouldn't say busy. I should say productive. Mm -hmm. um, I was having a conversation with um, one of my peers about that, and she was reading this book about how you should change the wording of just, you know, um, where you are in life. Instead of, like, saying busy, maybe you say productive because that kind of gives it more of a positive spin to uh -huh. it, I guess. It makes your mental a little bit f feel more, you know, upbeat or whatever. So, right. yeah. So, I'm pr I've been productive. I've been very um, – just a lot of communication pieces and things like that, but it's been really good. I so like that. Not busy. Yeah. Productive. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to get into this topic? Yes, yes. So this week, I thought that we could talk about the Sierra and Russell Wilson GQ interview. I know it was like a couple of weeks mm. ago, but did you see? It was so cute. It was. They are a beautiful couple. They really are. I just love them together. I love them separately. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think they do a really good job at like being their individual selves, but also like being a very good blend and, you know, listening and respecting one mm -hmm. another. I just love them. They're so freaking cute. They're so cute. <laughs> I love it. And this triumphs to be in love and to be a beautiful black couple, you know? So, um, right. I think that is, that's something that we should explore and that's what we're planning to explore this week. So we brought on, um, some good friends of mine, Keita and Kendall, they are married and they're going to talk to us about what it's like to be married in today's time. So mm -hmm. welcome guys. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome guys. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, I think we can just go right ahead and get right into it. Um, can you guys just tell us how you guys met? And then we can um, kind of ask some follow-up questions from there. We met at Georgia Southern um, in 2000. I don't know. <laughs> but we actually met in a fashion class. Correct. I'm trying to think who's the teacher. I might, it might have been like Dr. Botkin or something. I think it was Dr. Botkin, yeah. white lady, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which was, it was cool. It, it, you know, she was a nice little Southern girl. This is before she's a city girl now. <laughs> she, was a, she was a small town Southern girl with this little drawl that I was attracted to and that beautiful buttery brown skin. Mm. So I was just sitting there, just seeing her. Okay, you better talk to mm -hmm. talk about it like it. Buttery, baby. Buttery. Mm -hmm. so, Ridiculous. That's when I saw her. I knew, you know, I was going to try and, uh, and, and, and see, make her my little mama. Is that how they say it? <laughs> I make don't her. know. <laughs> 
not make her my little mama. But it, um, you know, the first time didn't didn't work out. It did not. And the second time also didn't work out. It did not. <laughs> okay. So this was a journey. Okay, okay. Yeah. So it was it was definitely a journey. Um, I think that we just weren't on the same page. Mm-hmm. Uh, romantically, um, and the first time mm-hmm. I think you know she might have been a rebound, and then the second time I think we would just the look that she's giving you, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, oh man, I would be a transparent, you know what I mean? But the um, like, how dare you call me that? Right. But it was a good rebound though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, good save. The, good save. Yeah. Good save. See, I mean, clearly uh, look at you guys. Now, right. Yeah. Um, but then you know the third time, the third time was a charm. You know, I, I met up with her at one of our good friends, mutual friends, baby shower. And again, saw that it was sunny that time. It was outside. Oh, not I, the you know sun. What I mean? was hitting on that, that, that sun was, ooh, ooh, boy, she was like, oh, like, no, isn't it, was, it like July? It was like July. Oh, yeah, it was yay. like July. So, you know, and she had that oil on because, you know, she do sell oil. So she mm-hmm. had that oil on and it was glistening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was glistening. <laughs> and I was like, yep. Yeah. We're going to see about her. Now, let me tell you a funny story, yeah. though. Okay, right? so, okay. I got her number. Everything was cool. You know, she reached out to me. I planned the first date. Mm-hmm. And everything went great. The second date, I met up with her. I didn't know what she was. I passed right by her. She had a whole what? different hairstyle. <laughs> <I didn't... laughs> For the longest, she was just bald. Then, I, then I, I ran up to her. She had on faux locks. I'm like, who the hell is this? And what is going on? I totally on? forgot I had changed my hair up. up. I totally uh, so forgot. I now was, you walked right past her. I walked he right did, past her. I was he like, did. no, well, she's not here. As um, we were on the phone. Yeah. We were definitely on the phone. Because I got there yeah, yeah, before you Yeah, did. yeah. But, um, but, I mean, look, here we are. I was persistent. I, I knew exactly what I wanted. And I wanted to see that buttery brown skin every morning, you know, with the sunshine. Oh. Okay. Look at that. Now, what changed from the first, the second, and the third time? Pardon me? Say that again. What changed from the first, second, and third? Um... Well, I'll let you go. You know, what changed with you, boo? Money. Let's get to the room. No, but for real, we were, like, still like, we were still in college the first time. And then the second time, mm-hmm. I had just moved up here out of college. And you were finishing college, too. Mm-hmm. It was broke. Yeah. And, and we just weren't. I don't know. Yeah. It, was it just wasn't time. It I wasn't mean, time. It, it was we, still cool, though. We were stubborn. You know, I still followed her on social media. Mm-hmm. You know, and all that good stuff. But, um. You know, I, I really think it was because I had short hair back then. Oh, when my I tried, God. It had nothing to do with And then I grew my hair out. No and she hair, was all, you ain't had no hair. Oh, you a little dreadhead. Huh? Oh nah, I had the waves, though. They was clean. But, Please. Nah, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, just we just weren't on the same page. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we was, we was out having, uh-huh. having a good time, having fun, being ourselves, and wasn't really ready to settle down. And the third time, I think we're both coming. I know I was coming off of a a, a long relationship um, that went south, and mm-hmm. she was coming off a relationship. And you know, we 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 came together with the understanding of you know, well, I came together with the understanding <laughs> of um, you know, I'm gonna try to make this work. I'm not gonna play around. I'm gonna get this third chance with this this nice young lady. So I'm gonna try to you know, I'm gonna try to make it make a good shot. 
Look at that them. is a good statement because you know how rare it is that people give three chances. I right. mean, very right, rare. right. Let's be real. Because I'm not after the first time, right. typically you're like, I'm done, mm-hmm. and maybe a second maybe time. A but second after that time. second time, so for me, giving her three chances was <laughs> oh, <stop. laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> it's the other way around. Okay. <laughs> Boy, please, no. But I think for sure, like the. On the third time, realizing that the first two times, like, we were just young. Mm-hmm. Like, I think just that growth. Because, you know, sometimes you have to be like, you know, I was really young in that moment. Mm-hmm. And that's not the person I am anymore. Like, I learned my lesson. I grew. Mm-hmm. I became a better person. So, maybe now it's time for me to try it again. Right. Um, okay. But, oh, but let me go. Let me walk something back. When I said money, I, I meant, like, I was dating, but I wasn't, like... I'm in college, so why am I dating somebody? Yeah. Who, like we, what are we gonna do together? Rub two pennies together? Like no, <laughs> right. like we gotta have have, like something. Get them to... ten cent wings. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but still, <laughs> you gotta have ten cents to go there. You gotta get it exactly. Have to go I was, there. You gotta I have was, some couch fish and I was giving them free chickens from Chick Fil A back then. Oh yeah, you did you know work at Chick Fil A. So yeah. money shouldn't have been an option because we're gonna be eating anyway. You know what I mean? But don't nobody wanna eat Chick Fil A every day. Yeah, I know. I was Not broke. Bad. I had to eat it every day. <laughs> I did too, though, because I show was come my Chick Fil A every day. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I hated Chick Fil A after that for years. But it was a good time. If we didn't go through the first and the second time trying, then I don't think the third would have been successful because I don't I think agree. that I right. would have. I don't think that I would have put my my full foot for. for how you say it? How you say it? Y'all say Your it. Then, yeah, there it is. Your best, best foot, foot forward. forward. I don't mm-hmm. think I would have put mm-hmm. my best foot forward. If that was my first time, like really trying to court her, you know, right. I, I seen what my attempts were the first and the second time. Now, maybe we both wasn't ready, but I was still, you know, kind of ready for her to come along and it just didn't happen. So I felt mm-hmm. like I failed those first two times, mm-hmm. even though I gave her those three chances. You know, I gave her those three chances to, <laughs> uh, to see me, you know what I mean? But then the third time she finally saw me mm-hmm. and, you know, and she still seen me. That's She's where we at. Every day. Spit my wine out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at you. <laughs> he said, I gave her those three uh, So uh, when y'all were younger, what was your representation of like marriage and love? Did y'all grow up in families where your parents were married for years? Or how did that how how what did, what was that depiction and then how did it, you know, transfer as you got older? Right. My parents were together for like 15 years before they finally divorced. Mm. Um, And I feel like back then, a lot of marriages were definitely for like a woman couldn't survive on her own with my mom had four girls. So it was a lot for her to Mm -hmm. provide for all four of us. So he did come along and he did help. Not saying that that's the sole reason, but I feel like a lot of marriages back then were absolutely like it was a it was a money thing like yeah i can't afford yeah. these eight kids but you you working in wherever and you making the money so i gotta be okay with it mm-hmm. even if you got a family next door right right in 2021 we don't have to be worried about that i mean nah, not at you all you got a family next all. door deuces out by see you later i'll go stay go. with my mom right like i just don't feel like we have that same need as mm-hmm. our mothers and grandmothers had to be married Mm -hmm. so for me it was definitely about not taking that and like be be stubborn about it I guess like just saying okay I know this is how they marriage work but I also know that if I want to create something better than that I have the ability to do that 
Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. need to make sure right. that the partner that I choose is also willing to do the work to so that we can not be what our parents were. That we can be better mm-hmm. because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, that's what all of our parents want is for us to be better people than they are. Right. Um, Agreed. I also think I just always was like, if it don't make me happy, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. I'm sorry. Like mm. and that's yeah. Like at that yeah, point that's that a bottom, bottom line. It, thank you very much. It surely <laughs> is. Like it really is. If it's not making me happy, why am I here? Why am I wasting my time? Does not serve life me. life serve fully keeps going even when you sad. When you happy, the shit keep going. When you sad, it keep going. So I'm not about to spend my time being with somebody who is using the time that I don't even know how much time I got left. Right. And you and you making me sit here and cry every day. No, that ain't happening. You got like mm-hmm. a day of me crying and then it's time to move on. It's time to get started. You better feed us that you word. better. Girl. Listen. Okay. Tell us what we need Life to do. Life moves things. on. It does. Like, you you know, you we all done been through breakup, all four of us. Like, you know, Period. that first yeah. day you like, I don't understand how I'm going to live without this person. And then day 365, you like, oh, fuck that bitch. Like, period. <laughs> like, I, like, I moved past that. I learned from that. I'm not about to sit up here and do that again. I just... I just don't mm-hmm. want to spend my time being unhappy. That's with my relationship, my friendships, mm-hmm. like my job. Like, I don't see the point. Exactly. What about you, Kendall? What was your representation of marriage um, and things beforehand? Well, I mean, I had my, my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's just like Keita just said, you know, back then in those times, it was, you know, a stability thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and not to put this out there like that but my grandfather you know had a child on my grandma so mm-hmm. kind of seeing that is not the you know the ideal thing mm-hmm. and my dad and my mom they were together for um a good amount of time i believe 15 years as well mm-hmm. and um and their divorce it it kind of it hurt me you know just being a child because they were they were married for four years before they had me so they kind of mm. they experienced life before having a kid which mm-hmm. i recommend doing you mm-hmm. know for sure. i love that Agreed. for sure and then you know after that they had they had after the four years they had me and then you know however many years later 11 years later they're getting a divorce and that kind of hit me kind of hard but then watching how they interact now and the love that they show each other now now granted they're not together but they have mm-hmm. love for each other that's the love that i that i see and that i enjoy you know having that love for your partner to make sure now you'll do whatever it takes to make them happy unfortunately it didn't happen throughout their marriage but you see you know he okay. sees where his flaws were my mom sees where her flaws were if she mm-hmm. has okay. any you know and don't do your mama like that don't need it <laughs> No, but um, but no, just I mean, no, just ideally, like those are the 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 lessons that you see, you know, and they're not mm-hmm. all they're not all you know fairy tale endings, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes you go through a traumatic experience, and it, I think it it shows even more love when that that two can come back and coexist with one another, and you know make it happen. And if you can find how those people coexist, and take that to you know to the actual marriage beforehand, then you're being proactive rather than reactive. And mm-hmm. that's just where we are here. I'm just trying to be a dependable, reliable partner for Shakira <clears throat> and be something that, you know, my father wasn't necessarily for my mom and, you know, just be a better me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's beautiful. Yeah. 
that you said that the love that they show each other now, because sometimes people are just not good together. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, and I think, um, Keto, like you said, how, you know, people stayed together for a long time back in the day because they had to, Mm -hmm. and that's what they depended on. Um, I just think people are now choosing themselves over their relationship and saying, you know, my child can see love in a different way because I think it does damage kids when they see their parents arguing all the time. Mm -hmm. And then that's what they they replicate in their relationships moving forward. I think another thing too, or relationships in general is like, when we are taught about about relationships in school, it's normally about like like same sex friendships and then relationships, you know, with a man or whatever. Mm-hmm. We they mm-hmm. never really talk about like friendships with the opposite sex, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like a mm-hmm. lot of times, like a lot of relationships that might have went sour might have been because they weren't supposed to be more than a friend, mm-hmm. and because we couldn't Temporary. identify that feeling. Yes, when it came about, we immediately thought, oh, this we're supposed to be in a relationship. When it might have been, no, this is just supposed to be your friend for this season. He going to be mm-hmm. here. He going to teach you what he need to teach you. And then that's it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's a lot. So, I think that's another thing is that we don't talk about, like, friendship enough between the sexes. Mm-hmm. And I think Kendall and I have a really nice friendship. And I also think, like, the first two times that I curbed him, I think that also, you know, led to our friendship being better. Like you disrespectful really and <laughs> <laughs> no, So no like both of you didn't necessarily have a I don't know if anybody has a storybook perfect depiction of marriage. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of times, especially with our generation, people use the lack of the representation to be like an excuse or a reason as to why they don't want to be in a long-term partnership or why they don't want to be in a marriage or committed to someone. What 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 made you all decide? Like, I want to get married to this person. When did your mind change? Is that something that you always wanted to do? Or you just decided as time passed? I really think it was just time passed for me. I was absolutely okay with, or I had absolutely gotten, reached a point of, I'm okay with not being married. Mm. Like, I'm not about to be upset if I don't get married. So, mm. I reached that point, and I think Kendall was pretty much at that point also. Maybe, yes? Yeah, I was like, yeah. I mean, I didn't think I was going to get in a relationship. You know, again, yeah, same. before I agree with that. before we got together, you know, mm. I was a I was a proud city I'm, boy. Yeah, I was a proud city <laughs> boy. That's, that's what it was. Um, you know, and and I was okay with that. You mm-hmm. know, but then when you when you come across that person that you that you you come across, and you're like, well, we can either you know, fuck around or we can actually make something of this. And that's what we did, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to go and from what you said, you know, people will give you that excuse of, oh, I had, I didn't have this at home. I had a lack of this. So this is why I'm that way. I think that's bullshit because I think if you want to be in love with somebody, then you're going to do whatever you can do to make sure that you show and express that love for somebody. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't see that or didn't witness that, then you'll, you'll go and you'll learn how to, do mm. that and if you mm-hmm. saw something if you saw something where it was negative you learned that that's not the way and that's not the route that you want to take mm-hmm. you know so everything so is a everything is a lesson and everything could either be flipped positive or negative however you go by it mm-hmm. but you you just have to you just have to want to do that and with her i wanted to do that you know it was others that i was with that i didn't want to do that so unfortunately 
when somebody that was better that came over, I was like, all right, well, this is who I want to do this for. So I'm going to give my energy to this person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is what blossomed into that. So, no, I love how you guys um, have taken all those lessons that you've just seen over time and brought them into your relationship today. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is the number one thing that you guys value most in your relationship? Uh, well, in your for, marriage? Well, for me, it's, um, you know, it, it being expressive. Being able to communicate with mm-hmm. your partner, mm-hmm. you know, me growing up and seeing all those things, like I saw the, the, like I told you guys, the negative or the positive, you know, she wouldn't understand that if I didn't express that and communicate, you know, how I felt about certain situations. Mm-hmm. And being a good communicator is something that I feel has helped us a long way because, you know, there'll be times where, you know, I'm annoying her. And I wouldn't know that unless I communicated that with her, you know, and now that I've communicated that with her, I can tell by the face that she gets <laughs> when it's, oh, I'm annoying her now. Let me just go sit in the corner or let me go upstairs into my, to my, I don't make you sit in the corner, you know what I mean? In my love seat or upstairs in my office, you know what I mean? And do <laughs> other stuff like that. But it's, it's all about communicating. And I think that's the best thing because she's not going to know what I want if I don't communicate. I'm not going to know what she wants unless we communicate. Same thing with mm-hmm. arguing, you know, or being upset with somebody. If she's mm-hmm. upset with me and she doesn't communicate with me, how can we, how can we resolve that issue? Now, sometimes she might give me the silent treatment. But for the most part, I'm trying to communicate with her because say she gives me the silent treatment for a couple of days and then I piss her off again because I did the same thing and I didn't know I messed up. Right. You know what I mean? It's all about Mm -hmm. communicating so I can know, hey, I messed up here. Let me not do this again because this triggers her to feel a certain way. You know, my job as a partner, as a husband, you know, as a teammate is to make sure that all of her stuff is her day is as smooth as possible. You know what I mean? I can't get through that without communicating and understanding what her communication keys are, her face or her facial expressions are and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. I think communication is the is the biggest thing that will um help us through our relationship and help anybody through their relationship, you know. Over express, I, I think. That's me though. <laughs> <laughs> you are so. You want to follow ups? <laughs> um, I think he covered everything, but I agree with Kendall. Like communication is big for us, especially now because at the beginning, Kendall liked to talk a lot. If y'all have not noticed, <laughs> and, and Kendall was ser- like, if we have an argument, Kendall immediately want to talk about it. Me, on the other hand, I want to sit in my corner and I want to reflect on it and think about the things that I could have said, the things that I probably shouldn't have said, Mm -hmm. the things Uh that maybe I could have been clearer about. But Kendall immediately want to go into fix mode and sometimes I be wanting to sit like in my feelings Mm -hmm. and like understand why am I feeling that way? Why is it affecting me that way? Why does he not understand that I'm feeling this way? And he just want to go straight into fixing mode. So that's something we had to be like, all right, give me like an hour to sit here, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk right. about it. We we still understanding that hour thing, and me saying, "Hey, babe, I need an hour," because I'd be like, "I, I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm going upstairs to my room, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you go to your right. room, and you know, we'll come back for dinner twelve hours later." I just think sometimes you just need to like be aware of what your partner, what's good for your partner, because sometimes Kendall might give me the solid treatment. He has maybe once or twice, but I, I know that's not him, but I know like 
he just clearly is feeling in some type of way with that mommy because he is a mm-hmm. talker, so he want to talk it out. Yeah. Um, and I don't think, I think a lot of people, when it comes to marriage, they put it in this box, like, this is what I saw my parents do, this is what I saw on TV, this is what my friends do in their marriage. Mm-hmm. And let me pull what works, but then what don't work, nobody's trying to fix what don't work. And we okay. are trying to, like, act to, actively sit and say, okay, why are you upset that I might have said this? Or why are you upset that I didn't do this? Well, I'm upset because I asked you to do this three weeks ago and you still haven't done it. Like, and now that I want to do it, now that I said I'm just going to do it myself, you all of a sudden want to do it. No, like, I'm upset Mm -hmm. because you haven't been listening. Like, sometimes we really just have Mm -hmm. to sit and be like, what are you feeling and why are you feeling that? Like, is it jealousy? Is it... Is it is are you PMSing this week, girl? Because you know you, <laughs> yes. you I know when I'm about, when I'm PMSing, I'm, I'm extra sensitive, so mm-hmm. I might get mad that he's that he didn't take the trash out. I'm like, okay, girl, let let me look at relax. the calendar. Right, relax. Right. Let me see yeah. what it is. Let me go look at my calendar. Right, all he did was not take the trash out, girl. Is the trash can is still there? He didn't miss the trash for the week. Like, I just think it needs to be more listening and not talking when it comes to understanding people that you love or you know people that you care about. I feel like you made a good point of um, talking about picking your battles, like choosing your battles. I've heard that that is very important in relationships, learning when Uh to pick your battles because everything can't be a big deal. Can you like shed some light on that and kind of help people in that realm? Because I feel like a lot of people just want to argue about every little thing that bothers them and some things may not need, Uh you know, an argument. Maybe they deserve a conversation or something. Don't ask me that because I'm still working on that. So I'm assuming to go ask y'all that because I'm, I'm, I'm not the best at that. So I'm not going to even sit up here in front of y'all. Like, when I get mad, I get mad. And oh. it might, girl, I might not talk to Kendall for a couple days. And honestly, I'm trying to when work you said on that, it. I was like, oof, that is me. Because yeah. I, if I, I do not want to talk to you, I'm just going to go on silent mode for <laughs> yep. some days, see, weeks, months, maybe, depending. But see my, it's been that way. But see, my thing so. is, is that, you know, when that. When you have to pick and choose your battles, that's that's fine. And mm-hmm. some people do want to argue, but oftentimes it's not necessarily about arguing what that battle is. It's still about the explanation. Like it's okay. miscommunication it, at it, the heart it, of it. It's, it's, it's nine right. times out of ten, it's miscommunication. Unless it's like a disrespect thing. Yeah, it's always miscommunication. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I think that is you. I think it's key to just understand you know, what makes your partner tick and what makes them or what draws them over to the line. So if we're upset right now, we have an issue, I think that that needs to be brought up. And I think that because we're, you know, we're coexisting under the same roof. It's different right. when you're, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, or just whatever, and you get upset, and then you're like, all right, well, I'm about to go back home. I'll talk to you Wednesday, or I'll talk to you Friday. You know, mm-hmm. maybe we can recover this. But then when you come back, you know, you're still going gonna to look at the text message. Oh, she hit me back finally? Or, mm-hmm. oh, you came to your senses? What's That's up? definitely or, you, finally. Fi- <laughs> definitely you. So, you know, it's like, okay, you, you, you came to your senses, now you're coming back. And that just leads to more problems more aggression that's built up like okay mm-hmm. well you know damn she ain't talked to me for two days well who she well who she been talking to yeah true <laughs> right you know who else she been talking to you know to? who else you know what you doing oh no now it's oh she fucking she got to be no but um but not i mean just being like for real it's you know i think that the communication part and aspect is key but i do think that you know you do have to pick and choose your battles because sometimes it's like all right well you know what you're right my bad and then if I come back a week from now and say, hey, you know, remember when 
I chose my battle and I said you was right. <laughs> you know, right. let's let's have let's actually talk about it because we're not heated mm-hmm. in the moment now. But let's talk right. about it and get this this message across because you know I I thought something was right right here and you thought something was this. So let's come to a common ground and understand each other. And so down the line, if this ever come, if we ever come to this crossroad again, we know how to handle it accordingly. Do y'all do like um, periodic check-ins? I know in the interview with um, Sierra and Russell, they did. They said that like every week they asked like, "How have I loved you this week?" Do y'all do things like that? Is that TV or is it reality? (laughs) I don't. Well, we don't do the you know how did I love you this week, but I definitely often ask him you know how are you doing? Mm -hmm. No, no, babe, no, literally, how are you doing? Not not about work, but about life. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're we're pretty good about checking in. Mm-hmm. We did agree to get a therapist, which he was never against it or whatever. It was just a a time thing, and with COVID mm-hmm. and all the therapists are being like super booked, it's just hard to right. get in right now. But that's definitely something that I wanted to put in my marriage. Like you know, if it's not something serious that we're going through, like quarterly we check in with a therapist just to have somebody mm-hmm. else say, you know what, maybe y'all should try it this way because the, what y'all got going really ain't working. Y'all might think it is, but, you know, it's, it's really not working. Because, you know, yeah. sometimes you've been doing something for so long with, with different people and nobody ever says that, no, no, girl, you're doing it wrong. And you don't know that until mm-hmm. somebody else step, steps in and says, hey, that's wrong. That's not how mm-hmm. you guys are supposed to be going with that. Now, I also say that to say, like, you know, deep down in your in your spirit, in your gut, whatever you want to call it, you know when stuff ain't feeling right. You know when mm-hmm. when things aren't right. So, like, you know, if every time we arguing, I'm ending up in tears, it's a, that's going to be an issue for me because I'm not mm-hmm. a crier like that. Mm-hmm. If every right. time we, we arguing, I feel disrespected after, that's not going to fly for me. Like, mm-hmm. when we do mm-hmm. fight, I don't, you know, I feel the anger and I feel that, but I never feel like that man just disrespected me because that's, I don't want that in my relationship at all. And right. I never want Kendall to feel like Shakita, you just disrespected me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah. I just, <clears throat> at the end of the day, Kendall is my friend. Like he's my mm-hmm. friend first. And then he's my lover and all that stuff and my protector and all that on top of that. But if my friend ever feel disrespected, I'm going to be upset about that because I don't let my, I don't disrespect my girlfriends. So why would I disrespect my man? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially exactly. if he's not, if he's giving me everything that I'm asking for times 100, which is normally, which is always the case with him, I'm never going to disrespect you because that's not who I am as a person. And I right. I just still, you know, a lot of times, mm-hmm. a lot of women, when we talk about men, like disrespect is a common thing because men do disrespect women, especially black women. Mm-hmm. And a mm-hmm. lot of us have never experienced like a really true love that wasn't based on some trauma or some toxic, yeah. some, mm-hmm. some toxic, or, you know, just regular, just, you know, y'all trauma bonding, like, oh, well, we, we both got together because we were both cheated on, blah, blah, blah. Like, right. our relationship didn't start like that. Like, it mm-hmm. literally started out as, I don't know, really. It was good, <laughs> though, but it was good. It wasn't on no bad shit or nothing like that. So, and even in the two times it didn't work out, there was never any, like, bad blood about it. Like, it was just like, okay, this didn't work deuces i'm gonna go back to my little island with my little (laughs) people you do the same to you and Mm -hmm. every so often our islands would cross and then they became like cold oh my god i sound like wale from his um one of his albums that seinfeld one i think and then we're talking about planets sorry (laughs) (laughs) the planets alive that is crazy so here's a question then what how's like okay obviously we're in a panoramic right Mm -hmm. and 
how has y'all's relationship gotten stronger in this time? Because are you guys working from home? What's life like um, now with everything happening? Well, nobody's dead. So I, think <laughs> I mean, that's a win. I right. think we're extremely strong. Um, but, you know, it's, it's odd because, I mean, our marriage has basically been in the pandemic. pandemic you the know? entire, yeah. We, like, got, we married got married in September and then of 2019 of 2019 and then 2020 oh, wow. was Dang. pandemic time and then they kicked know? off right in yeah. 2020 so right we, we, yes, we didn't have a proper celebration well we we celebrated yeah. properly yeah. you know the way okay, that we okay. wanted to so it's not really a big deal but we were supposed to have a big family celebration we were. And our, our we family were. has not so yeah that that did put a hindrance in that um but you know we've seen each other every single motherfucking day and <laughs> 24 hours a day <laughs> and sometimes that's um that's hard like you don't you don't understand the um i don't want to you know the the space that you have alone your alone time you know mm-hmm. so when you're driving to work you know you have that that commute time by yourself or with the music you know when you're at work you're just in your space at work you you know you're on lunch you might check in um, and then when you're off of work, it's not like you're calling me the whole time home. And then mm-hmm. we're here at home, you know, you have your time and see yourself again. And then you mm-hmm. come home, you know, that's a, you know, mm-hmm. eight, 10 hour time that you have without your, your significant other just being not necessarily up under you, but just in arm's reach at any mm-hmm. given time. Um, so, I mean, it's been a challenge, you know, it's been cool, but again, you know, I know that I annoy her sometimes and then. I'll look at her and then whatever. And then two weeks later, she'll be doing the same shit to me, annoying me, you know? So <laughs> it just, it, it's, it's, it's beautiful because, you know, it, it almost brings me back to college days of mm-hmm. just being in college and being able to see somebody and kind of live mm-hmm. and all that shit. That's true. Um, but then this is like real life adult shit that we're going yeah. through. Like actually right. going through a pandemic, actually going through and seeing riots and stuff on tv and it's just, a lot mm-hmm. and it's like something every single day mm-hmm. like exactly. yeah. even if it's not like a national thing like you know it might be something with your friends something with your family and i just feel like mm-hmm. my body has been on constant like go like go motion and i and i feel like kendall is the same same but it's just like I, I love you today and I'm going to love you tomorrow, but I need like 10 hours to myself and for you just not to talk to me. Like, I'm going to go read a book. I'm going to go take a bath. I'm going to go do something, but babe, I really just need a minute because Kendall is very touchy-feely and I'm, I love him and I love to be under him, but I, I also like my space. I'm a middle child, so I like to just go and be where nobody can find me and then come out when I want to. And mm-hmm. it's been hard to adjust to that, but... We, we're, we're good now a year later but it was hard it was hard it was some days i was like man i don't know it was it was difficult know. but yeah. that's the but that's the beauty of actually having your own space you know within your sanctuary mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and being able to go you know in your own little crook your nook you know and just do you and, and talking to friends like I mean, I didn't see my friends, which I think made a big difference on both of our lives. Like, because mm-hmm. we still had lives outside of each other. Like, I go see my friends, he go see his friends. Yeah. And so it worked out. But just like being able to talk to my friends who, you know, single and married definitely helped. But it, it's, it's been rough. It's rough. I feel like every day we figuring something new out about what works, what don't work. Like, mm-hmm. like, I know I need to get out the house from I can't. I'm a hairstylist, so I know I can't continue to do hair in the house because it's getting on both of our nerves. And I love my job, and he loves my job, but I can't do it anymore. Yeah. 
So. So how do you maintain your individuality during this time too? Um, I think just like picking up our own hobbies. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You know, I started. I started back sewing. I started embroidering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that awesome. that's that's been cool, and that's picking up from back. You know, when we when we really first met. You know, yeah. just on some fashion stuff. So. Um, that's been cool. Reading. I'm not as fast as a reader as she is. She might read like three or four books before I can finish one. <laughs> but um, just, you know, being us, falling, having to fall back in love with ourselves as well. Yes. And, yes. Mm-hmm. and allowing one another to do that, you know. Mm. you know. I, but I think that's what our, at the end of the day, that's what a relationship is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's two people coming together. But if you don't love yourself, you can't really have the... The energy and the t- the time to love to love somebody else, like, mm-hmm. and I feel like that was another reason why I didn't work at first because we both was like loving into other people and mm-hmm. doing whatever we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like we never really mm-hmm. had the time to fully like go home and recover from the events of the day mm-hmm. or you know the trauma right. or whatever it was. Like we never had time to recover. We were trying to find it in each other, and it ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. Like it's not gonna work every time. So it's really hard to give you reassurance of love. If you don't love yourself, period. You know, mm. I can't. I can't. Look at my can't. little city boy. But it's only so much love that you can give someone, you know. And if they don't love themselves, you're not gonna fill that void. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So you have mm-hmm. to. You gotta. You got. They have to love themselves, but then you gotta also, you know, give them their reassurance and then put them in the position to help them love themselves. And that's right. You know, that's what teamwork is all about. You know, it's not about one star player. It's about the team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Jada Pinkett Smith said this thing, or no, rephrase that. Will Smith and, you know, obviously Jada Pinkett Smith have a very interesting relationship in marriage. Um, and I remember Will Smith saying this one thing during an interview, how like he is a piece of Jada's happiness, but he's not her whole happiness. And she has to learn how to make herself happy because he can only provide so much as far as, you know, filling that void between her and who she, like her loving herself and things like that. Um, and so I just thought about that when you guys were speaking on that, because I think it's so often that people jump from, either they jump from relationship to relationship because they're seeking something. Um, and that Ooh, could girl, be the happiness, the love that. and things like that. <laughs> yeah. And they you just, they that. don't realize how damaging that is mm-hmm. to them um, beyond just the surface level of, you know, the heartbreak and things like that. I mean, it, carries over into so much more you know what the thing about is like we talk about heartbreak like okay and i'm talking about like that 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 ache when you like bro i feel like i might die tomorrow because this shit hurts <laughs> right. so bad yeah. like that it, it physically sick. it changes you like it changes you know like what how you think about people how you feel about people and how you trust people mm-hmm. and if you let let's let's think about it like an iphone like if you already got your heart back up and you know this is the bitch that you are on day one you know who that girl is you know that you can always fall back on her because you know she gonna be solid with you from day one Mm -hmm. like let's say you meet somebody and they fuck your life up you always know that you can go back to who you were before that person you still Mm -hmm. might be changing you might be a little bitter you might be whatever but you know at the end of the day that this is a solid foundation to land on people don't have that because they go from person to person Mm -hmm. so it's like you just taking pieces of each person and you're not taking the good pieces because if you were taking the good pieces nine times out of ten y'all might still be together if if they're giving you good pieces also yeah that's a good statement too. but people don't like they don't take the time and i know like it 
it, it was me and Kendall actually did start dating pretty quick after my last relationship. No, maybe, maybe I don't remember. No, less maybe. I think it was like eight months. And so I had originally said I wanted to be single for a year and I wanted to just, you know, chill, blah, blah, do what I wanted mm-hmm. to do. And then we met or re met again for the third time. And we started we started dating, but on the same time, Kendall knew that I was dating other people, and I knew that he was dating other people. So we were very clear about that because I was very clear, like I'm not I'm not ready for a relationship. I don't want to do this. But mm-hmm. this man was super consistent for the most random ass shit. Like if I might have said, "Damn, my period is probably gonna be here in like another week." The next week, I'm like, damn, my period came today. Yep, I know. I already made reservations for us to have uh, lasagna at your favorite spot. Nigga, what? <laughs> okay. Wow. Beautiful. Like, yeah. You better, Kendall. Oh, yeah, you right. better. You better pay attention. You owe me some lasagna, by the way. Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know, it's just about being observant of what you want and what you see in your partner. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So let's talk about friendships. You both talked about how you have time with your friends separately and things like that. How have your friendships changed since you've been married? Do you think you've gained like more friends that are married or were your friends already married and then you just kind of joined the ranks? Or do you feel like maybe your relationship with your singles friends changed, you know, the dynamic changed? What do you think? Uh, I mean, for the most part, our relationship with our friends, or for my friends, I should say, because I'm not going to speak for her, but um, I don't think they changed at all. I mean, a mm-hmm. lot of the friends that, that she had since you know we went to school together anyway were some of my friends, or I knew them in passing, so I tried to make her make them my friends. All of my mm-hmm. friends, you know, they had no choice but to be her <laughs> friend, because this, again, it's third time I'm making this happen, you know what I mean? So Right. That's what it was, but I don't I don't see any change. I didn't see no nobody hating or anything like that, and you know, it wasn't no time that I didn't, you know, didn't have before that I didn't have with them because I still had my friends and they came around, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know, when you're with that person that you want to be a friend, you want to be with, you would assume mm-hmm. that they would be able to gel with your friends, mm-hmm. so. That you know, that was a big thing. Is that you know, I wanted to be her friends' friends too, because you know, her friends are a reflection of her. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's. I was gonna say that like nine times out of ten, if all your friends hate the person you dating, is probably the person you dating. Like, exactly. Right. So I wish more people understood that. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, it's just you know, when when we were dating, when I was courting, when all of that stuff, you know, her friends would come, we'd go out to the club, you know, her friends was getting drinks. You know, everybody was getting taken care of. Something mm-hmm. happened to her friends right now, I'm strapping up. We What's up? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's a reflection of her. These are her people. That's mm-hmm. like family, you mm-hmm. know? And some, some people have big families. Some people have a lot of friends who they consider families. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think we have both that you know we have a good amount of family but we have dear friends that we do consider family and if you have a problem with this family member i don't know if we're gonna really work out you Mm -hmm. know so it's you know you just you have to get them to work so thankfully nobody had any issues with anybody and everything worked naturally and Mm -hmm. everything was cool but you know it's again it's that communication aspect because if you want to be with somebody they should be with your friends and if those are your friends they should feel comfortable being around your girl or your guy you know what i mean Mm -hmm. 
the blending of friends and family and how you guys have done that is just so beautiful. I'm so thankful that y'all are sharing it with us. But there's one thing that I want y'all to share with us before you leave. I mean, I know about, you know, how y'all got married and everything, but I think y'all should share it with everyone. It's such a fun story. <laughs> okay, so um, it was Labor Day weekend. Is that the September Labor Day. Yes, it is Labor Day. I think Day. so, yeah. Yes. Okay, so it was Labor Day weekend, and one of my closest friends was supposed to be getting married, but she was supposed to be getting married in Daytona, and mm -hmm. um, it was that week, that weekend, like, the hurricane was supposed to hit Florida, but it ended up, like, not hitting it at all. But anyways, she rescheduled her wedding. So Kendall and I decided we're going to this. We go home. We take a nap because we were literally going to drive to Florida in a hurricane, y'all. That's how much I love my friend. <laughs> um, so we go back home. We take a nap. We go to the pool. We get we start getting tipsy. Um, we like we gonna go to this club that night. We go out to the club and it's me, him, and one of my friends. She's down from um, New York, Flick. And we go to this club, and me and Kendall are in the middle of the dance floor dancing. And randomly, I ask him if again this is three o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, four, it was like three or four o'clock in the morning, morning. by this point. <laughs> and I asked Kendall if he. What did I ask you? No, I said I said that you can. Um, I can marry you. Oh, that is what you said. Yeah, yeah, that is what you said. And I was like, really? And then what'd you say? What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, babe. Tell him. Tell him. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, I got down on one knee and I asked her to marry me in the middle of the club. Right. You know? In the middle of the club. In the middle of the club. At 4 o'clock. Yes. Okay, it's a, it's While a, house music is playing. Yeah, it's a techno house club <laughs> right. that we're at you after hours spot. House music is playing. So yes. House music is playing. House music. And it was cool, you know. We got a couple shots afterwards and some champagne. Mm -hmm. um, so that was that was exciting. And then nine know, days later, we got married. Nine days later, we was married. Mm -hmm. You know, so Dang. didn't waste it's no so time. Crazy. Like I say, you know, when you know, you know. But I feel like a wedding is for everybody else. It's a party, mm -hmm. you know, for other people, and mm -hmm. that's just not the way that Agreed. we was gonna, you know, express our love. That, that's that's expensive, you know. Because mm -hmm. I worked in bridal before. And a lot of the brides I would meet, like, you know, after the wedding, it would be like, I don't even remember my wedding. And mm -hmm. I felt like it was about everybody except me. And I know, I don't want to experience that. And I don't want my relationship or my marriage to start off like that. So mm -hmm. I found my, my dress in the mall, um, my shoes. I, I, I feel like I found everything in a day. And then after we got married in Piedmont Park, we literally went to a bar and got trashed. It was great. Yes. We were like... A lot of our, friends, <laughs> some of our friends. It was great. We had a great time. Yeah, it was good. So, was how did y'all's parents react when y'all were like, "Okay, so we're gonna get married. Now we're married." But how did that? <laughs> what did they say? Right. Um, my mom was actually cool with it. She was like, "Oh, that's what's up." You know that that's who we found. <laughs> All was, our parents yeah, were cool with both it. Both our yeah, both our yeah. parents was cool. Mm -hmm. You know, my dad. Well, my 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 grandma was like, "Now nah, come on, Kendall." You, <laughs> you know, I was like, "But." But I've known her since 2008. Like, I, we know each other. Like, yeah. this is this is what it is, and this is what we're going to do. And, you know, they got on board. You know, honestly, they had no choice because this is what we want to do, and this is right. our life. So, you know, I everything is also, under scope for a lot of people, but we choose not to live that way. We just don't do, cr like, we do crazy stuff, but we don't do crazy shit like be making this oh, part yeah. of a commitment. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I think our families were like, they were, right, they were like, okay, this is, 
this is quick, mm-hmm. but I get it. I mean, like y'all, right. you know, it's never been like that with either of y'all, so I trust it. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So but we enjoy you, each other's parents. So did y'all have like conversations beforehand that y'all knew y'all were headed that direction, or he literally was like, you know, I can marry you, ain't have no ring or nothing. He was just like, let's do it, and then y'all figured it out later, like. Because I feel like a lot of people, they say that, you know, you should have lots of conversations beforehand and all kinds of things. So mm-hmm. uh, we had conversations about our future, mm-hmm. um, but it never necessarily just went to, all right, let's pick a date for marriage. Right. Right. Uh, are we going to pick a yeah. date for a wedding or anything like that? So um, or this is the day or this is around the time that I'm going to propose to you. You know, some people expect a, a, a proposal. Mm-hmm. Some people plan a proposal, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. And we just we just went through the flow with us, you know, and I think that's the beauty of it all because you know we know exactly what we want, and we're living through it. I love that. It's so beautiful. I do too. And I think you said it perfectly. How it's it doesn't that doesn't always work for everyone, right? It just it's whatever floats your boat. If you want the grand wedding and all that good stuff, go ahead. But what works for you may not work for someone else. Agreed. And so. Mind your business, people out there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love this entire conversation. I think it was um, much needed. I think there were a lot of gems that you guys dropped. And I hope we get to have you guys back to talk about more stuff. Because I think that um, there were a few things on here that could have their own topics within itself. And please correct me if I'm wrong. But I just wanted to ask you guys before we wrapped up here, um, we ask everyone this. This is something that we continue to do with each other, me and Kavo, um, just asking how you found your peace of mind this week. So I wanted to ask you guys that. How did you find your peace of mind this week? Um, uh, exercise um, mm. and, and, well, we got some wine today. This is really nice. It's been a while since I had some wine, so... <laughs> Exercise in this wine and a little a little joint. That's gonna that's gonna find my peace for the day. For the yes. week. You know, it's pay week too. You know, recipe for so, oh, we, 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 we get paid. We get paid. Yeah. A few times. Ooh. <laughs> the emphasis on we. Yeah, no, I heard it. I heard it. I heard it. What about you, Kita? Oh my um I am still binging Scooby Doo, any Scooby Doo I can find for some reason. I don't know. That's what my inner child wants, so I'm giving her what she wants. <laughs> Yes. And uh, what else? Uh, doing nothing. Being okay with my off days to do nothing. Cause mm. mm-hmm. I always want to do something, and I'm like, no, I'm gonna sit here and not do anything. Like mm. today, I watched One Division. I haven't Ooh, seen I that yet, good. but I've heard good things. The first two episodes had me like, um, this, this, this. It's a lot of clear people in this, and I don't know if I'm gonna continue this. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and this is, I don't get it. Okay, but then the third episode, it gets better. So I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm like, just, oh, okay, yeah. here we go. Now we're getting into it. I'm going to warn you because Kendall came in on like the end of a, the second episode and he was like, see, I knew I made a good choice by not watching this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and then the third that. episode, got, they got the booming. It was, yeah, it was good. Yeah, cool. I feel like I got to get caught up on my Marvel stuff first so I know what's going on. It's like they're not even characters that you want to know anything about. Who Says are these? you. Yeah, but who, what? WandaVision? Gross. First of all, you know what? I'm not gonna even go on my Marvel bag on you. I'ma wait. I'ma wait. I'm not gonna even do it. Yeah, give me Guardians of the Universe. Give me some comedy. Give me some. <laughs> See, and that's and that's how we find our own self identity. Oh you know what I mean? Right there. Yes, she exactly. can watch WandaVision, and I'ma go back upstairs and do what I'm doing. I'm watch basketball. You know what I mean? 
yeah, okay. Way to wrap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Caleb, bring, bring it in full, full circle. circle. <laughs> JB, how did you find your piece this week, sis? Um, I'm still searching for it. Okay. To be honest with you, I did move this past weekend, so that's been a process. Oh, and nice. so my space is not complete. So I feel like my peace of mind is all over the place. Um, but I'm getting there. I'm going to get there. So, uh, you know, you just gotta I can't make really the time complain. Just got to make the time. Exactly. That's exactly where I'm at with it. What about you? This week was hectic. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> as, far, <laughs> as far as finding my peace of mind, um, maybe I found my peace of mind by being able to sit in my emotions, right? Because this week was very oh. overwhelming for me. It was mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I actually uh, found out one of my friends, old friends, passed. Oh, and so, it. yeah, it was a lot. But. Now, I feel like sitting in that emotion and, like, actually talking about it. Because JB knows I'm not a very expressive person. I'm very, like, internal. I'll feel things and then eventually it's like, oh, my God, why do I feel this way? So Mm -hmm. being able to, like, talk with people about him and, like, talk to his family and stuff and, like, just sitting in it was actually really refreshing and, like, going through the memories and the good times we had. So, yeah, that's how I found my peace of mind this week, y'all. Well, I hope everyone out there continues to find Girl, their peace of mind. If you can't find it, it's Kenya, okay somewhere. Kenya, it's going to reach you eventually. It's coming. So, Just keep pushing. It's coming. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be a brighter day, as Mr. Kirk Franklin says. Uh, you can find me on you can find me on uh, Instagram, Free Mizell, or Twitter, Free Mizell, um, F-R-E-E-M-I-Z-E-L-L. Um, right now, I'm working with my boy Jaguar Provo, uh, my business partner for New Mali Empire. We have a virtual tour um, that we are putting together um, right now, um, which will be airing on March 20th. Um, once that um, will be airing on March 20th on this episode or uh, app called Show for Me. It's Show, S H O W for Me. Um, so you can go there, stream um, the live concert. It's going to be some local acts, and it should be really cool. Um, again, that's going to be on March 20th um, at, I believe it's 2 p.m., but you can just follow me on Free Mizell, and uh, you'll get the updates from there. And, babe? I have, um, oh, I just restocked Miracle Oil, so that's in stock, and you can find it at www.shakitaschair.com. Um, the Miracle Oil is good for hair, skin, nails. Um, Kendall been using it on his beard, too. Which is great on my beard. <laughs> Y'all would love it. It's, it mm-hmm, keeps it moist. And then I have a super big project coming up for Shakita's chair that hopefully I'm finished with next week. And I can show y'all in the next couple days or after that. And my socials are Shakita's chair, C-H-I-Q-U-I-T-A-S, C-H-A-I-R, and my personal is Patty Murphy 08. Um, I think that's across everything. So, um, continue to follow us on our journey, guys, on Instagram at becoming she underscore and Twitter at becoming underscore she. And thank you guys so much, Keita and Kendall. Thank you guys so much you. for being thank on this you, episode with you. us and sharing your experiences. And um, I can't wait to have you guys back. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah. All right, we love y'all. We out. Bye. Bye. Bye.